Warning this podcast is for adults only. Themes in this podcast include hypnosis as a kink, as well as other kink and BDSM-related topics. If you are not over 18 or do not enjoy such topics, stop listening now. If you are still listening then, we now take you to covert hypnotism and kink. Welcome to Covert Hypnotism and Kink. This is our first podcast. I am your host, Q. I am the owner of the ultra-popular Discord server known as Covert Hypnotism. And for today, I'm going to take you on a little bit of a history through the Covert Hypnotism community, how we got started, and expand ourselves from there to give you an idea on the various topics that come up when we are talking about hypnotism as a kink, when we're talking about bondage, submission, discipline, BDSM, and all that. Covert hypnotism, we're a community of like-minded, kinky people. Currently, our community is on Discord, and we talk about our interest in hypnosis and a, as a kink, and the different kinks that we have that hypnosis can enhance, help us bring more out, we started Covert Hypnotism over 13 years ago on something called IRC, which is Internet Relay Chat. Basically, you had a chat program. You would connect to a IRC server, and you were able to text chat back and forth, share links, that kind of stuff. And that went well for a while. When we made the move to Discord, it was because Discord allows us to do a little more. On Discord, I can do a voice over internet call with someone I can do voice chancing back and forth easier than I could ever do on IRC. I myself, I've been doing hypnosis roughly 15 years. And back when I got involved in helping get the Discord, or not Discord, but get covert hypnotism going, there were a gr- small group of us. Uh, Neurotica, myself, Evil Psychiatrist, Drop Deep, Sammy Licious, we had Hook, we had a few people that were interested in a community where we could do hypnosis our way. A lot of the other servers had strict rules. You had to be a hypnotist that the server trusted to do any hypnosis whatsoever, you'd be kicked out of the community. Okay, so how do I get to do that? Well, you have to have an... Uh, admin or an operator approve you okay how do they approve me they have to see you trance okay can they see me trance no because you're not a vetted test and it was this cycle of unless they knew and trusted you which took forever to get you weren't allowed to do anything related to hypnosis except watch and that was frustrating when you're trying to explore what you can do with hypnosis explore with other subjects so we created this community covert hypnotism which was designed to be more of a open space. We weren't going to put rules on who could chance who because we felt it was just as easy to click on a person you didn't want to talk to and hit block. Say, I don't want to talk to you, block. And it functioned that way well. If somebody was really causing a problem, we could remove them from the community because they were causing a problem harassing multiple users. But if you just had one bad interaction with somebody, click block. And then you're done talking to them. And that allowed 
us to be a little more free on who could do what. People could walk up to me trying to do hypnosis on me. People could walk up to Neurotica, who was the first owner of covert hypnotism, try to transfer it to matter who it was. As the years went on and life got more complicated for Neurotica, she passed on server ownership to Samuelicious. Samuelicious took over and ran the community for a good number of years. During that time, I set out to assist her as I was her right-hand man. I helped create us a website, formalize some basic rules for, this, for, for our community. And basically, we used to joke about how we would sum up... We had like 15 rules, and we would sum them up as just don't be a butthead. That's it. We might let you in if you're a beavis, but try not to be a butthead. And that was our little joke to people to say, hey, look, all right, just, just be respectful. Treat the others in the community the way you'd want them to treat you. And leave it at that. After a few years of running the community, I had the website going. We had, at the time, a Tumblr going. Now it's a BDS and MLR. And we had all the stuff going. And the technology was getting beyond what Sammy was comfortable with. And she had her own life obligations. And she handed off ownership to me right about the time I said, let's move the Discord. Let's move the community to Discord. I was looking at Discord, and there were a number of things on Discord where I'm looking around and I'm going. Discord's a little beyond me, but I want to learn it. And I was researching it, learning it. I had staff from our community that were on staff back when we were on IRC, helping me, coming up with suggestions for new rooms, new ways to keep the community going, because we as a group believed in having a safe space for us to explore our hypno-kink and we kept it going, and now, the server, I mean, when we were on IRC, we used to have 100 people at a time in that room chatting with us and discussing things, and it ballooned from there. Now I've got a server with a multitude of rooms, I've got over 4,000 members of our community, I've got a staff of like 15 people helping me keep that community moving, I've got two admins that assist me with everything from when can a person be allowed back into the community towards handling all sorts of other things on the server. And this is where I give a shout out to Kaori and Pirate King, who are my two server admins and do a great job helping me with this community. And to the rest of my staff as well, while I may not take the time to sit here and spend ten minutes mentioning you all by name, you guys are doing an incredible job helping keep our community safe. And so, to that, I thank you for that. And that's the background on covert hypnotism. That's the background on the server, background on the community. And when we talk about kink, and we're talking about kink as in terms of sex, we're not talking about it as in there's a kink in my pant leg and I can't get it out. I'm talking about as it applies to sex, and when we think about that, that word kink has a myriad of associations. A lot of people, they start thinking, okay, leather, spankings, corsets, whips, maybe, you know, rolling around on the ground acting like a puppy dog, or any number of things, yes master, yes mistress, that associate with it. Some people jump to Fifty Shades of Grey, for example, because it's one of the most recent, perhaps famous examples of this kink world and this BDSNM, 
And the kink, sexual preference, it's greatly stigmatized one, and it's often misunderstood. Kink is believed by many people, it's considered, it's freaky, it's not normal, it's taboo, how can you be into that? And kink and what kinky people get out of it are the initial steps to understanding kink space, which is the space in which we practice our kink. Kink is defined, or can be defined, as consensual, non-traditional, sexual, sensual, and intimate behaviors such as sadomasochism, domination and submission, erotic role-playing, fetishism, and even erotic discipline. You know, being spanked as a form of discipline, or just in general, because you like it. Basically, we're talking about just getting a sexual rush out of something that isn't what one would consider normal. And that one considers even taboo. King space is basically just the area or community in which we feel comfortable expressing our kink. Covert hypnotism is a kink space for people into kinky hypnosis uh, that we try to keep free from shaming as much as possible. Kink shaming is when someone says that's not how the kink's supposed to work. They try to put you down for it. And over the years, I've developed and learned, and from my understanding of being around kinky communities, is that kink shaming is not something to be proud of. Kink shaming is not something you want to do. All right, if two adults are doing something that is considered legal, and they consent to it, and it's not hurting anyone, like you're not leaving permanent marks, injuring someone, that kind of thing, then who cares? We don't. You know, if you are, if you get off on dressing up like a dog and walking around like a dog on all fours, going arf, and that's your thing, and you've got someone to give you belly rubs and pet your head and tell you what a good dog you are, and you're both consenting adults, it should not matter. So putting someone down because this is what they enjoy, something that we aren't a fan of, and something that we look to educate people on that you shouldn't put someone down because of what they're into it may not be your cup of tea it doesn't mean that it's wrong and that's why covert hypnotism we try to build it up as a safe space for whatever your kink is and then bring hypnosis into it all right you're on the covert hypnotism server if you're a chatter it's a you know, we're, we're trying to find like-minded people we can express and talk about hypnosis as a kink other kink and BDSM themes, anything in between that we can then stick hypnosis in and apply it to. And in order to understand all of that, this leads me into having to define for you what hypnosis is and how it applies to the kink world. Hypnosis is simply put the power of suggestion and often with hypnosis, person who is often referred to as a subject. This is the person getting hypnotized. This is the person going down deep. All right, they're placed in a trance-like mental state in which people experience increased attention, concentration, and suggestibility. While hypnosis is often described as a sleep-like state, it's better expressed as a state of focused attention, heightened suggestibility, and vivid fantasies. People who are in this hypnotic state, they seem like they're sleepy or asleep, they're zoned out, but in reality, they're just in a state of hyper-awareness. While there are many myths and misconceptions, hypnosis is a very real process. People have misconceptions on it being mind control, misconceptions on it being brainwashing, misconceptions on whether or not it exists. But as someone who has practiced and done hypnosis for 15 years with various people, I can tell you that it is a very real process.
and erotic hypnosis, and hypnosis is a kink, is basically the ability to use this power of suggestion, use hypnosis and the suggestions that you can place with it to elicit a particular sexual goal in some shape or form. It could be a hands-free orgasm. It could be just a pleasurable, relaxing state of mind where someone just is allowed to relax and become aroused. It involves one person, the hypnotist, guiding another person into a chance-like state using their voice, using their ability to text back and forth over Discord or whatever chat program you're using, and suggesting certain attitudes, behaviors, and actions. Erotic hypnosis basically has a way of enhancing things the subject already enjoys. You already have a kink, you already have a fetish, you already have something that you enjoy, and it draws those things out. Maybe it's something that you keep hidden because you don't want other people to know about it, and you're allowing yourself as a subject, if you're the subject, to be more sensitive. You're lowering your inhibition, making yourself more open to it if that's what you want. All right? Imagine yourself almost like taking a nap and having a dream about being more submissive, more turned on, more into whatever kink you are into. Hypnosis, it's not mind control. It's not brainwashing. You do drop your inhibitions, but you don't lose your morals. You don't lose who you are as a person. And, for example, if you are somebody who completely loves animals, and you're an animal lover, and that's your thing, that you just love your dog or your cat or any animals in general, and your hypnotist were to say to you, uh, on your way home from work, I want you to run over a dog. You're going to snap awake from it because that suggestion doesn't, vibrate with who you are as a person it doesn't vibrate with your code your morals and you're going to say to yourself what the hell you're going to snap out of it and you're going to be looking at your hypnotist like why the hell would you make such a weird odd bad suggestion your mind is trying to say to you no the suggestion's not good and as we go back to what i had mentioned before with the hypnotic orgasm yes it's definitely possible to have an orgasm during hypnosis hands-free not even touching yourself while doing your erotic hypnosis or even kinky hypnosis, it's possible. But having said that, if you go into your first session with a hypnotist and assume that that's what you're going to get is an earth-shattering orgasm, probably not going to happen. Hypnosis is a lot like sex in a way in which you can't expect someone you just met to have everything be perfect. Even a, even a skilled hypnotist needs time to get to know you and build rapport. They gotta get to know you, what you're into, what you like, what you like having done to you, before they can build it. They can have an idea in mind of what they would like to do to you, but they really do need feedback both ways to make it work. So the orgasm itself, it's in the mind. And a hypnotic orgasm is just letting your mind do what it's good at doing. When you read a sex book, a fantasy story, you're reading a book... You're creating this fantasy and this ideal for yourself based on what you read in the book. Your mind is imagining what it would be like to be in that scenario, and that's what's causing you to be aroused. It's not you're aroused because you're touching yourself. You're touching yourself because you're aroused and thinking about what you would like done to you. As you're, like I said, reading some erotic novel or watching some erotic video or something, you're aroused for that reason. 
your mind is creating that arousal because it piques your interest. And as we continue through our series of podcasts and continue talking about hypnosis, we're talking about hypnosis as a kink, everything kink-related, as we continue to go down this rabbit hole in the future and explore it even more, we can relate to kink as it relates to us. Everyone generally should, probably most likely does have some kind of a kink. And whether they admit to it freely and have a place where they can talk to other people about it, what's it like to be tied up and spanked? You know, you can ask people questions that have done it before, and if they're willing to answer, they're willing to tell you, they're willing to open up to you and go, hey. So it, it all comes down to having a place that we feel comfortable talking to others about it and discussing it with others without fear that we're going to be judged, we're going to be looked at as some kind of weirdo freak, and that's what we're going to be exploring in this podcast. We're going to be exploring hypnosis, we're going to be exploring kinky sex, how to have kinky sex and BDSM relationships safely, and as you tune in with me regularly, in the future we will be adding on special guests from time to time, and basically just want to open up and have this open discussion on hypnosis, kinky sex, and everything in between to get it all out in the open so that we have an open discussion on our kink, on our kink space, on everything in between so that we're not afraid, don't feel ashamed that there are other like-minded people that are into the stuff that we're into. And hopefully you will be joining us next time. Stay kinky, my friends.